Hello and welcome to Rhythm and Pixels, episode 8-8. We're your hosts. My name is Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernell, sometimes. Sometimes. All the time, I'm Rob Nichols. <laughs> that's what he says. That's what, I, that's what, I, that's what, I, that's what I, I'm going to stick with it. Um, every week we get together and we listen to great video game music from all generations, all consoles. We just pick a interesting topic and we just jump into it. Part of the fun is the mystery of wondering what the other person is going to choose. Strange of the topic, even more so. Yeah, actually, I really want to just jump right into today's topic. Uh, so we have another guest this week, but uh, a returning guest from Purnell and Matt Play Games, the hilarious uh, YouTube Let's Play site. We have Matt Waldron. Matt, what's going on? Not much. How are you guys doing? All right, drinking some tea and some water and some chips, drinking chips, <laughs> drinking chips, drinking some chips, yeah, drinking chips. That sounds like a party. And <laughs> my mouth. Right. So, um, so you guys, what, what's what's the next game you guys are gonna play? Do you have any, have anything in mind? Uh, well, you know what, we have a we have an episode coming up um, that I'm working on. I I actually was just working on it. Uh, while waiting to be picked for jury duty. Oh, great! <laughs> that sounds like not. fun. <laughs> Which uh, was pretty great, um, and it's going to be uh, Little Nemo, uh, the Dream Master. Oh. Isn't that what it's called? It's yeah. what it is. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, man. That last stage is rough. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, you'll see. <laughs> Funny you should mention that. I actually played that on an emulator. On my, I have an emulator on my Nintendo DS, and I played that pretty recently on an airplane. And um, yeah, that's a good. That's a great game. Junko to me a soundtrack. Excellent stuff. Oh yeah, so good. I mean, I had a pretty easy time. Uh, Purnell seemed to be struggling a little bit, but... Uh, yeah, you're, you know. you're, you're full of crap. Just want to point that out. But, but, you know, wait, wait until you see the episode. <laughs> Definitely. So, yeah, go, uh, you, just go to YouTube and, and search for Purnell and Matt Play Games. It's good stuff. Um, so, anyway, so you picked the topic this week, and it really just it, it got our creative you know, juices going. So, um, why don't you describe what you, what you think of the topic? Um, well, this is another uh, topic where I really just wanted to get a game in where because the soundtrack is so good. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, the, the topic this this week is games uh, where you use paint in in any kind of um, in any kind of way where you paint the walls, paint the floor, use paint as a weapon. Paint yourself. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Maybe paint yourself. Um, or even just, you know, paint around. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're naming this episode Painting with Matt. And oh, you're, you're going to be nice. like our, our Bob Ross. That's right. <laughs> He's like, that's gonna Mike. Have, uh, Mike, you're Bob Ross. I am your Bob Ross. <laughs> some happy little trees yeah. coming up. It's interesting because um, once I, the more I thought about it, the more games I started to come up with that were all about painting or involved painting or drawing or, or, or artwork in some way. And, and so it was a lot of fun. We got a lot of good stuff. But I think yep. there's, there's a major, major theme running through the show, and that's the track that you wanted to play. Did you want to kick us off with that track? Sure. Um, the, the main reason why I wanted to bring this up is because um, I don't think you've played anything from Splatoon yet. Um, Splatoon 2 comes out in July, and the soundtrack for the first game on the Wii U is one of my favorite soundtracks uh, for any game, and it's, it's just incredible. And it's it's really varied and uh, stuff like that. So I, I put together something 
not just one track from the game. It's going to be kind of like an experience, like as if you are going through a, uh, a round of Turf War. Cool. Where you know, I put together a medley of all the songs and little stings and all the stuff that you would hear during a round of that.
All right, you're listening to uh, a medley of music from Turf War for Splatoon for the Wii U, composed by Toru Minigashi and Shiho Fujii. Um, for the Wii U. I say for the Wii U? I say for the Wii U. Anyway, this is yep. awesome. Yeah. Great. We won. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. Yeah, I, I know you love all things about Splatoon, right? Yeah, it's 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 so great. Um, especially in in this track, like the the piano mixed with that that yeah. drum, and then the the crazy like effects that they're putting on the vocals, which are just like complete like gibberish, you know, in in this like you know squid language. Yeah, I lo- it's so I, great. I love I love that. The um actually the piano it. in this beginning section is probably my favorite part of this whole thing. How how quick and like kind of. Yeah, like the staccato. Staccato. I almost said it was jaunty, but staccato is a better word. Yeah. (laughs) It's great. It's just an awesome track. Like I was asking you earlier, this wasn't even originally in the original package product. They added it later, which made it feel like an awesome surprise when you just put the game. was like, holy crap, this is new, and it sells almost better than pretty much anything that was on here prior. Like, Yeah. They stepped up the quality. Over the course of a year, they they added you know more and more maps and weapons and stuff like that. And then there was like a big, about halfway through, there was a big update that added some more modes and a whole bunch of new music. And this was one of those. And you know even the new music was great. And and the new music I've heard from the new game has has also been just as good. Can't yeah. wait. And I'm pretty sure not to spoil myself. No habits. <laughs> and this song, um, this definitely fits the theme because the game is all about just you know covering the level with the paint color of your team, right? Yep, especially Turf War. It's a, you know, you can shoot each other, but really the main objective is to cover as much of the floor with your mm-hmm. color as you can. Um, early on, some people didn't really get it and they were just trying to play it like Call of Duty. It wasn't really working out for them, but uh, it's uh, it's it's a really, it takes a lot of teamwork and it's, it's a lot of fun. That's awesome. I love this game. Like literally, Aside from like Left 4 Dead, I wasn't. I've never really gotten yeah. to too many <laughs> shooting games like this. But the fact that the the focus on the game is not taking out other players, but taking out the map itself. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's, it's definitely yep. a, uh, its own unique strategy. Yes, and it makes it, even though you're not good, like taking out other players, like you don't have to care. All you got to worry about at that point is just avoiding everybody. <laughs> <You're> just painting. <laughs> There's a lot of stealth. Yep. All right, so I'm yeah, like, and as you were saying, Pernell, you can still jump on uh, right now, and there's plenty of people playing. That you know, it's 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 still an ongoing thing. It's it's still apparently huge in Japan with uh, the younger crowd. But I mean, you know, a lot of people love it. Not enough to save the Wii U, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah, here we are with another Switch, yeah, another Nintendo system. Right. Um, all right. So I'm gonna keep these things moving on. I'm gonna change up a little bit. Something a little bit, a little different. This is called "Drawn to Life: The Next Chapter" for the Nintendo DS, composed by David J. Franco. This track is called "Jawi and Mari."
slow jam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Jowie and Marie from the game Drawn to Life, the next chapter for the Nintendo DS. This is composed by David J. Franco. And so th- I know in this game you you draw your character on the on the Nintendo DS pad and then it animates the character into a platforming game. That is correct. Which is really yeah. cool, really, really cool idea. And apparently, I, I know, I never really played through it, but I know the story gets pretty, um, not intense, but emotional later on, right? I'm trying to remember if I owned this one. I know I bought Scribble Nuts, but I'm not sure if I bought Drawn to Life. Well, but this is I the think... second one, though. The, the, the next chapter? Yeah, the next chapter. Mm. But like, I, I think I only know. played the first one. But I do know that they, they, you can, there's other drawing components later in the game. Like sometimes you have to draw like specific types of platforms yeah. or some of your weaponry you have to yeah, draw. I have seen that. But um, anyway, I, I went through the soundtracks and, and I really like fell in love with this tune because of just like the, the slow organ in the background. Just kind it's of nice. Like, and yeah. the claps. Oh, yeah, he got all the hand clap. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I could see you hand clapping over there. Yeah. <laughs> I can't help it. Like this, I can do it. It's a, it's a yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a nice slow jam for your, uh, for your drawing adventure. Is it um similar to Scribble Knots music? Scribble Knots has relaxing it's, music too. Yeah, it cool. sounds a lot like this, so it's probably the same person. I'm, cool. I'm guessing. You have to look that up. So let me think here. Yeah, what are you gonna go with, Matt uh, Purnell? You're, you're next. You're My Purnell. name is Matt today. I'm looking at both of them. I'm looking <laughs> at both of me, you. gents. Matt here with a quite cool. Get us confused track. all the time. Yeah, <laughs> We're it's like twins. Eyes. It's our eyes. Um, <laughs> I think my first track. I'm going to kick it off with. I've done Kirby and the Canvas Curse in the past, so obviously, with another excuse, I'm going to go with the sequel, Kirby and the Rainbow Curse. Nice. And I'm going to kick off my section of tracks for the episode with literally the adventure begins. I love it. Get this party started. Good stuff. <laughs> The adventure begins from Kirby and the Rainbow Curtius B. Who composed it? <laughs> we have, actually, we have uh, Shogo Sakai from the Data East team and Megumi Ohara. And and this is another Wii U track. Data East. That's right. Yeah. So we got, we got a, few, now, a few Wii U tracks going on today. Like this game, the art style is superb. It's all done to like in a clay style with paint. And it's... It's just so attractive, and the music goes along yeah. with it perfectly. So this is more like uh, the, the art style is like kind of like 
artistry and, and artistic and paint. Yes, very clay based. It's more like cool. a clay, but the way the plat the motion works is just like canvas curse where you control Kirby with a paintbrush. Mm-hmm. So you have to paint the road he's on. Oh fun. And it's just so I love it. It lost the power ups that the first game had, which hurt it for me only in the puzzle component. But it's not enough to make the game bad in any way, shape, or form, and it's totally worth the play. It's it has a lot of the same Kirby songs that you find in it in almost every other Kirby game. But all the versions in this in this game are great. It's like well, you know, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of like real instruments and real sounding instruments. I think it's still like synth kind of stuff, but it's yeah, it kind of feels like it's real instruments. I, I've heard this song maybe a billion times because it's one <laughs> of my daughter's favorite games. She's six and has played it um, ad nauseum. And uh, <laughs> Pernell, have you you have not beaten this game yet? I have not. I need my to... six-year-old daughter has beaten it multiple times. <laughs> oh my god! So what you're telling <laughs> me is like I gotta go over there and score in Mario 3D World so I can uh... feel better about myself. Uh, yes. Rick, <laughs> that can be done. <laughs> oh, man, you see the look on Pernell's face. <laughs> when you said that, that was great. All right, Matt, what's your what's your second track today? Uh, second track is from a... Um, I, you know, I hesitate to call it a game because it's kind of more of like uh, an app or a program that uh, for the Super Nintendo. Um, Mario Paint, which a lot of people might be familiar with. Um... <laughs> actually had a lot of good music built into yeah, it. Yeah, it really did, um, yeah. And it did have a couple little mini-games, uh, one of which is the uh, the Nat Attack uh, <laughs> game where you use the mouse to move around like a fly swatter and, and hit, you know, flies and gnats, you know, on your screen. Uh, this is Nat Attack 2 Let's from Google. Mario Paint. to kill flies. 
You're listening to Nat Attack 2 from the game Mario Paint for the Super Nintendo, composed by Hirokazu Hiptanaka. This is a great pick, Matt. Oh, it's so good. It's so funky. And it's at that bass line. And, and I, I swear that, that it sounds like almost sounds like a vocal part that just needs some lyrics at the top. Ah, it's so good. Yeah, I was like, I was thinking like, man, I can come up with some lyrics right now. But then like, no, no, I am not. All yeah. I got was <laughs> talking about the mouse. Because this is the only game that used the mouse. for the. There was oh, also was a King second? Arthur game that used it. It was like a almost oh, like a Lemmings style yes. game with yes. King Arthur style stuff. Yeah, wow, I had completely forgotten. It was called like um, just King Arthur's Kingdom. I had a friend, something like that. Yeah, a friend growing up who was super into that game. They came out in the states. Yes. Yep. Yes. I rented it once. It. Oh, crazy! Once was it fun at least? I remember it being fun. Yeah, yeah. he like he, he liked not it. Not fun a lot. enough to buy. <laughs> <laughs> fun enough to rent. Yes. Oh man, I love that section with the with the keyboard that goes. It was amazing how popular and how well received this game was too, given what it was. It's amazing that right. the um, people are still using the music maker within the game to do all sorts of crazy stuff with it too. Oh yeah, still. Yeah, still, yeah. I made a little animation and and a song that uh, might be the nerdiest thing in the world. <laughs> I, you know, the uh, Mystery Science Theater episode, Manos, The Hands of Fate. Yo, my God. There's, <laughs> there's that guy, Torgo, with the giant knees. So I made him, and he would walk around, and I made the song that would play whenever he was on the screen. Oh, wait, wait, here, I can do it to the beat. Nice. Um, Exactly. Like almost Doctor Mario is. Yeah. And I finished it, and I went, "Ah, okay, I did that." Justified the price all by itself. Right. Exactly. God. All right. So I'm gonna keep. I want to keep it Super Nintendo, but I'm gonna go to the Super Famicom. This is called Mario No Super Picross for the Super Famicom, composed by Toshiyuki Ueno. This is called Mario Puzzle 2. So there's like different like BGMs that play during um you play as Mario or as Wario. And this is Mario Puzzle 2. Listening to Mario Puzzle 2 from the game Mario No Super Picross for the Super Famicom, composed by Toshiyuki Ueno. 
And this is this is another fun, like super fun, bouncy uh, Super Nintendo track. More like Mario, yes, Super Pokemon, <laughs> right? And I feel like I've got a theme running through all my tracks, which is the hand clap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I remember correctly, can't go wrong with the hand clap. Yeah. If I remember correctly, Picross is like a basically a paint by numbers block puzzle, right? Yeah, it's it's like it's like a kind puzzle, of. kind of puzzle game. I've never really played. It looks it looks like um, Minesweeper, but you're solving the puzzle to reveal a picture, like like I a, played pixelized picture. a lot on uh, I played a lot on DS and 3DS. It's kind of, almost like Sudoku, but yeah, but like. You know, it, it shows you how many, like, there's a number that shows you how many dots are in that row, and then you have to cross-reference it with the, the you know, the, the columns, and I don't know. It's fun. It's yeah. soothing crack is what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. 100%. Like, like Sudoku or a crossword. Like, it can be challenging, but ultimately, it's just taking your time and having fun with it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this is the music that plays and plays and plays. <laughs> And sometimes all you need, like pick crawls, the other pick crawls versions that we've played, same logic was like, there's like, there's like a variety of tracks, but when it plays, the clock will get up in the corner oh. and you're just, just relaxed. Like, did it? Like, yeah, I can do this. I can do this all day. Well, I'll tell you, the whole soundtrack for this thing is a lot like this. A lot of marimba, a lot of like fun hand claps. They really get a lot the of that. Soothing island melodies. Yeah. The soothing island hand clap. Nice. It's, it's good stuff, though. This was a good choice. Yeah, thank you. And I think this may have only been in Japan too, because I don't recall this sequel. Yeah, I think this was only. I think it's Japan only, so only yeah. uh, Super Famicom only. We got the Joan Collins special on this <laughs> one. All right, let's move on to your second track for now. Um, so the next track I got here is from a very unknown game, so unknown that I've even barely messed with it, but I know of its existence, and the topic immediately brought it to mind for me. The game is called Magic Pingle, the quest for color. <laughs> I love that. like, I don't know what the heck that is. Yeah, I, did, I didn't recognize it either, but um, what? it sounds amazing. And the track is called Hibana Smiling. Composed by Zuntada. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> and the sweetness. smiling from the game Magic Pingle, The Quest for Color, and I hope you are now smiling 
because you've just listened to that awesome track by the elite, talented band Zutata. Right. So we, I don't know which which members of Zutata worked on this track, but we can just say Zutata worked on this track. And <laughs> <laughs> they are spectacular. This track makes me it made me smile to the point where after five listens like yeah i want to pick this track for the episode it's just gonna happen now i never bought the game because back then i was stupid and (laughs) felt as though the graphics didn't quite appeal to me um but the concept is really cool and i also at the time was probably thinking i already have monster rich what do i need this game for the answer is because you'd be smart to buy So so what what how does this fit in with our painting theme it is a monster battle game, but the way you get your monsters is by actually drawing weird shapes on a pad on the screen. Oh, neat. And then the game, you have like graffiti. Probably like the game name in Japan was called like Graffiti Kingdom, Rakugaki Kingdom. Oh, I like that name better than, than cool. Pengle. Hey, don't you hate on Magic Pengle. It's a great <laughs> name for kids and young at heart men. Yeah. Um, but you basically draw weird shapes on the screen, and the game will take those shapes and form it into a monster. And based on how you drew it, will determine a number of characteristics about them. I was like, power oh, and interesting. And that stuff. reminds me of that one for the PlayStation where you put in music CDs. That's the one I mentioned earlier, Monster Rancher. Monster Rancher, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was addicted to Monster Rancher too. That was a game where I was at a friend's house crashing out while he was at work at the at a food court, and I was bored in his really old house. And I was like, I need something to do. He has this weird game sitting here. I'll just put it in to kill time. And he came, like hours later, he comes home. I was like, "Oh, I just made this cool worm, and it got into a cocoon, and it died." But he won so many battles, and the obsession kicked in. And I was like taking CDs from all over people's houses and putting them in to see what they would give me. It's crack. Um, but so in this one, though, instead of the music, you're you're drawing things. You're drawing That's crazy neat. circular shapes and squares or whatever. And so are you, freehand. You got freehand or you have to like do it in certain patterns? It's freehand, but you want to make solid shapes. So you can't just be like, I have a, a hanger and a okay. duck and a thing. It's so like it's circles got, it's and got, squares. got to be like an enclosed kind of thing. That's cool. Yeah. And it's a cool idea for a game that I would love to see revisited with now we have these drawing systems and stuff like that. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, I can see that with, like, um, uh, a Wiimote, I guess. Yeah, Wiimote would totally be able to pull that off. Yeah. All right. Matt, what's your last track? You know, uh, a lot of these songs, um, a lot of these soundtracks, somehow painting and and drawing seems to go hand-in-hand with with, uh, soothing island you know, yeah. uh, breezy uh, tracks, totally. um, but not this one. <laughs> this one's uh, <laughs> a track from Portal Two. Oh, okay. Um, which, if uh, you ever played Portal Two, you know you eventually get to a point where you're spraying different colored goo all over the walls and floors. So uh, that, to me, counts as paint. <laughs> oh, wait, <laughs> it painting. does. What's that? Oh, it it definitely does, based on how I played it. Yeah. <laughs> This one's called The Friendly Faith Plate, which I will talk more about after we come back.
Alright, you've been listening to the Friendly Faith Plate from the game Portal 2 for the Xbox 360, composed by Mike Moraski, um, composed entirely on a 2400 baud modem stolen from <laughs> Trent Reznor. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Matt, what did you do to our show? <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, just uh, switch gears a little bit. That's all. Yeah. Uh, one of the, one of the other times I was on, I I, I brought some music from uh, Mario Kart Eight that yeah. had you know so many different layers to it, but it was all the same song. Depending on where you were in the track, it would play different versions of it. Yeah. This is kind of the same thing. I read a whole article by you know by this guy um, about you know like if you're in this area, it'll only like if you're just doing walking around, it'll only play just like a little bit of a subtle version of the track but then when you step on a faith plate which is like a springboard that throws you up in the air ah. the music just kind of goes crazy <laughs> while you're up in the air and then it fades back down into the the subtle one again so it's it's i i love that dynamic um stuff that they can do in games that just you know really reacts to what you're doing yeah that's, that's something cool. that that they kind of lost um a lot when you know when they made the switch to like red book audio for a little while but yeah uh, it kind of stuck around in the PC, you know, era. Yeah, I actually um, first learned about things. I first learned about uh, dynamic compositions with some of the earlier um, Indiana Jones point-and-click adventures. Exactly. Yeah, the, the Muse system, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Lucas yeah. really like I think they really pioneered that whole style of composing Definitely. maybe four different versions of the same song and then weaving them in and out depending on the decisions the player makes. Yep. Um, and this is this sounds like it's just to the nth degree. <laughs> yeah. Now, as far as this game goes with the with the glops and goops, if I remember correctly, the way it worked was that uh, there was orange goo and blue goo. Orange goo was for like added like less friction, so you could go ridiculously fast, and blue Speed, goo added yeah. friction, so you would like kind of get stuck right. in place. Now, blue goo was was bouncy. Oh, like, bouncy goo! You're right. Jump higher. Yeah, See, yeah, this yeah. one. I'm glad you're on. You know. Now, now, I have, and then there was white goo that yeah. you could like make. You know, you spray it on a wall, and then you could make a portal on that wall. Oh, that's cool. And I never played Portal Two. I only I only played the first one. That's so good. Yeah. Oh, it got obsessively messy because like <laughs> it's like by virtue of how the game was designed, you like would open portal. Like, it was like a torrent of liquid, and you would like create a portal for it. Ball until you make another portal shoot back out oh like a fountain. God. I don't know if I can handle it now. I have a problem with uh, motion sickness. <laughs> oh. Yeah, if you have a problem with motion sickness, if you're flying through portals, that might <laughs> you'd be sick. <laughs> might not be great. Oh, it's recent. I don't know what happened, but I just get so sick. But I remember playing yeah. through the first one and it being insane the way you pick up the speed by falling over and over and over again and launching yourself out the side of another building. Um, just I love that stuff. Good puzzles. Yep. Golden game. Right, so I'm, I'm going to go a little different too with my last track. This is from the game Okami for the PlayStation 2. And this is the track called Brave Warrior Oki, composed by Masami Ueda, Hiroshi Yamaguchi, and Rei Kondo.
listening to Brave Warrior Oki from the game Okami for the PlayStation 2, composed by Masami Ueda, Hiroshi Yamaguchi, and Rei Kondo. Um, this game is gorgeous. It's got that cel-shaded look, um, but it's like cel-shaded with, with brush strokes. And, and you play as a wolf, and all of the, the magic and moves you do is with a paintbrush attached to your tail. And it's just, which is a great idea. It's, it's really inventive, and, and this music is, is gorgeous. Just the, the strings, the, the taiko drums, and that, that flute, and that weird guy yelling in the background if you listen really closely. It's amazing. <laughs> I can't even hear the yelling guy. He comes back every once in a while. If you listen back on the episode, you'll, you'll totally hear it. Or maybe it's just someone in the, in the, in the neighborhood yelling. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was definitely like a very like odd game design choice when it first came out. People were kind of shocked by it, if I remember correctly. Well, yeah, design, definitely an art style. But in gameplay, I never finished it because I got, I got halfway through and got bored because it, was, it became like, okay, you're in a new area, collect these five things. And I was like, again? So and, it just bogged down. Yeah, I, maybe maybe it yeah. changes later on. I'm sure I'm sure it does. Um, but it's I, supposed I, to be like a Zelda kind of game, right? Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's why, because I'm I'm not like I like Zelda, but I never really was like really into Zelda. You know? Don't say that too loud. People will freak out this day and age. <laughs> hey, this is my podcast. Matt will freak out this day and age. <laughs> no, 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 no. You you can like whatever you want. I mean, you can. Yeah, it's 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 fine to be wrong. But um, <laughs> especially with the new one, uh, which Purnell still hasn't. You know, again, my six-year-old has gotten past more bosses in in uh, Breath of the Wild than Purnell. Oh wow! But uh, <laughs> wow, wow! I am ashamed to say I have Okami for the Wii, which which uh, oh, yeah. is even cooler because you can use the the Wii remote as the brush to do the the brush things, yeah, and yeah. then I just never got into it. I never got very far in it. Uh, it's beautiful, and I just uh, you know. Yeah, it just it does take a lot of time because it's kind of slow yeah. moving. They introduce the new um, uh, items and the new techniques very gradually, which which I find like almost kind of too slow paced. But yeah. I think you're supposed to. You think you're supposed to be able to take it in and enjoy the environment and, and what's going on. Yeah, because then the also the alternative is my issue with the current Zelda. Matt will hate me for that. But is that they do the exact opposite where they give you all the abilities ASAP. It's like, here's what you can do. I like have that. Have fun. But I'm like, I want to discover new abilities. I see, I like that because then like you have ever, you have all the tools available to you and it's up to you to be as creative as you want to be, right? Yep. 100%. You know what? I'm talking out my butt because I've never played this game and out your butt. Chances are I probably won't. <laughs> out your butt. Uh, it's too yeah. bad. See? That's too bad, yeah. It's real good. All right, Purnell, track number three. For this whole track, I'm just going to forego picking a tune and for three minutes just chastise Rob for not playing <laughs> Okami. But um, I, sh- I should do that. Listen, I- you have put in 15 minutes into Breath of the Wild. You can't chastise anybody. I'll give it a shot, darn it. I'll no, make you it get, work. All your chastising rights no, have no. been revoked for today. Purnell, Purnell puts the puts the time in where he wants to put the time in, and that's a hundred billion it's hours true. into Persona 5. This is correct. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> 150 right. hours on the clock, baby, and no regrets had. <laughs> None. <laughs> I'll stop. I, I put it 130 hours into Breath of the Wild. See that? Come see me when you take a Dale Kamashita's castle, baby. <laughs> Come see me. Get, me. get me a PS4 and I'll uh, we'll talk. <laughs> the next track I got 
is um, actually going back to an earlier track in the show. Matt picked them. He wanted to do this topic because he wanted to inject some Splatoon into the show. And I rarely pick tracks from Splatoon because deep down I have trouble coming up with times when we take our topics where it's appropriate. It doesn't fit the theme. But I wasn't going to let this opportunity pass me by, so I'm doubling down. Splatoon for me too, baby. And this track in choice time is going to be Seascape from the same game, same composer, same level of awesome. Let's hear it. down with the seascape baby that's what you're doing right now and i hope you like it it's from the game Stay fresh. Split. <laughs> yes squid rush are you a squid or are you a kid no one cares just have fun with it um <laughs> this is from the game splatoon um this track for this game even after they added all the newer tunes and whatnot this was always my jam when this track came on i pretty much became a ink war general <laughs> I started trying to like if we were on Skype playing the game. I started directing people like go down there, do this. We gotta take this. Blah blah blah. And it almost became like a brand new style of game to me. It's this is the driving track I would call it. Yeah. Drive it through, get that ink in. Um, but it's such just the, we already talked about the games. So I won't go too much on, but just like I said, this game there's a certain appeal that it has to it that makes it more fun in ways where. It, previous games of this style of combat totally. and play just didn't click. Well, the soundtrack is is super unique. Like it's got it's got a blend between like like 90s ska yeah and, and this 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 kind of like 90s like synth rave kind of keyboard cutting through. And then we were talking about that crazy singing earlier. Yeah, <laughs> 90s awesome. squidlish. squidlish. And it all fits in like in universe like even in like I I'm sure people know more about it than I do, but like different songs are from different you know squid bands like you can you like oh, really you 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 can tell which one is from which band stuff like that so there's, uh, a, there's like in canon bananas. in canon there's like there's like bands for the char- in-game characters there's posters in the game for oh, the different awesome. bands and stuff yeah oh, i love that 
It's, just, yeah. it's a very ingenious and clever universe they created for this kind of this, this simple game, but it's so good. Yeah, I love the I love the idea of like not just creating a world around the characters and the action, but a world around the soundtrack they created for it as well. That's that's super neat. Yep. All right, well, I'm gonna bring the track down, 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 down. And we are going to get into the bonus round. Cool! Yay! <laughs> the bonus round is the part of the show where we play covers and remixes based on today's theme. Today's theme is painting. Glorious painting. Painting. Um, Matt, what you got? Well, staying on this theme, I have a uh, Swatoon remix from there's a uh, remix album that uh, DJ Cutman put out. Uh, it was a collaboration with a whole bunch of different yes. people, and I am trying to look up what the name of the track was. I believe it is uh, Stay Fresh from Ben Briggs from the Splatoons remix album. <laughs> Thank you. 
That was Stay Fresh, the Splatoon News Alert remix, composed by, or remix by Ben Briggs for the Game Chops label on the compilation album Splatoons. Excellent choice, Matt. Thank you. Thank you. That was the standout one on that album for me. Uh, it's, it's a great album, but uh, just that, that little sting at the beginning of the, the news <laughs> alert, he takes that and just wraps that up into a whole new thing. It's it's It speaks to me somehow. I love it. Yeah, I know. I've, I've, I've spoken about Ben Briggs in the past, but he's able to take like really small um, – small melodies and really small sections of, of game music and, and, and explore them melodically and, and, and harmonically, like into a full, full track, like four or five minute song. It's really cool. He's, I love it. Yeah. I love his stuff. Really, really. And it's always really fun too. Really bouncy. Yeah. That's just his style. All right. So I brought in some more Mario paint. What do you think of that? Nice. Uh, I'm not a fan. <laughs> Change it up. <laughs> but, we're, but we're going to the jazzy side. This is um, Monkeys from Mario Paint, and this is by The One Ups. Coconut. 
if you like the guava too. Oh my god. I got a bowl of cut ones for you, mom. <laughs> I could season them. Okay. With sweet paprika. <laughs> oh, Matt's lost it. <laughs> All right. That was um, Monkeys from Mario Paint. And that was arranged and covered by the One Ups for the classic, classic tune. Um, and I, I just love that slow, jazzy kind of um, marimba like beat that cuts through the whole thing. That do 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 do. It's just just real, real smooth. It's real, quite real smooth. clear that I like Lassanova the track. Or whatever. Is, there's really no getting past it. I clearly like the track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you're having fun with that. All right. So Pernell, you went you went a little different. Like something, something I never even heard of. I did. Um, I was determined to find a, a track from this game, so that was the goal, and I succeeded. It's an, actually an 8-bit cover from the game, but said game is called De Blob 2. That's French for the. The Blob 2. <laughs> <laughs> and the track is actually called Splashback, and it is by a man by the name of Vincent Chow, and it is good stuff. Hope you enjoy it.
<laughs> yes. I was like, someone has to do it. How did they get James Brown into like a Nintendo? I don't know how they pulled that off, man, but they did. and They sure did. The best part of the track, let me tell you. Yeah, that was a cool one, man. I, I, I like it when people do um, they do chip-tuned versions of, of game music that, that aren't already chip-tuned. And this game, believe it or not, I learned about it in the strangest way. It actually was the most awkward cross-promotion. It was an episode of Psych. What? The game itself wasn't. It was just Sean was wearing a the Blob t-shirt. That's crazy. For a period of time. I was like, why is he wearing this shirt? That's so funny. Like, I think one of my favorite parts of doing the show with you is like learning about like how you got a hold of these games or like how you learned about these games where it's like, oh, it was a Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just like, that's how I came across well, a lot of stuff. It was the bargain bin and it was the only thing that was there. This is an episode of Psych. How'd you learn about Contra 3 for the Game Boy? It was flattened in a parking lot at the yeah, Concord that's, Mall. That's an amazing story. <laughs> <laughs> well, for more information on the artists in the bonus round part of the show, go to rhythmandpixels.com and we'll have links to their band camps, sound clouds, and everywhere else. You can get the music and support the artists. Well, uh, you've been listening to episode 8-8 of Rhythm and Pixels, video game music podcast. This is Painting with Matt. And um, yeah, I had a good time. This was a really fun topic to explore and, 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 and to find games that related specifically to art or painting. Yeah, this is great. I I, uh, I was amazed that you were finding so many. Like I, I thought it was going to be Splatoon and oh yeah, Portal Two and what D Blob? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, Portal Click the Blob. Look at that. Um, but I was like, I can't think of any other ones. But then you came up with all these other ones. I'm like, oh yeah. And then there's this and this and this. So yeah, it ended up being a great topic. And the Thanks, amazing me. part is, I still had other tracks. I didn't even go with. Yeah, yeah. I had more. Nice. Yeah, actually, on the cutting room floor is uh, you brought it up was for the NES called Gotcha the Sport. That's right. So I, it took me like all day trying to track down the name of this game because I was like, "There's a game." It was like Operation Wolf, but it was with paintball. Yes. And I was trying to look up like you know, like I thought it was an arcade version. I'm like, it had a silly name, and I'm like, <laughs> it was Gotcha maybe? But then all I could find was this this like maze arcade game from the 70s with some really questionable um promotional <laughs> material um <laughs> well speaking of I'm like oh maybe it was the yeah. nes and then I, I found it and gotcha the sport with exclamation points um and i remember renting it once oh, wow. and it was awful and it was like yeah. one of those games where well there's nothing left at the rental store and yeah. except for gotcha the sport so you can either take that or go home empty-handed clearly so, that's why they really mm, called well, it they, gotcha gotcha sucker thanks yep, for the rental yeah well there's a few <laughs> few things about gotcha which i learned today well one i, I never got a chance to play i used to see it in the store but never rented it because it was like a light gun game i didn't have a light gun um, yeah but so gotcha the sport okay first of all it's ljn so that tells you something right, right there um also being ljn this is based on a movie 
It's really yeah. Well, maybe loosely, super loosely based on a movie. So, Gotcha is what they're referring to as that kind of like folk game um, assassin, you know, like where you and your friends try to quote unquote kill each other with like water guns or something like that. Right. All right. So that's the game. But the movie in 1988 is was directed by the guy who did Revenge of the Nerds, and it was all about wow. a guy who was playing Gotcha, which is assassin, with his friends with paintballs. And then falls in love with some Russian girl, and they move to Berlin. And there's a lot of sex and violence <laughs> and madcap. Because it was the yeah. 80s. Because it was the 80s, and of course LGN's going to make a game out of it. Sure. <laughs> and I, I read that LGN also um, not only did they make the video game, but then they also made a lot of like paintball gear. Oh, really? That went along with. Wow, it. that's what it was. I always when I saw this, I thought it was related to just the paintball gear. Maybe maybe the 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 movie Gotcha was just a coincidence. Maybe. Or maybe the movie was based on the product, the property. It, gotcha. How it's deep entirely does, possible. How deep does this go, went. guys? <laughs> it's a conspiracy. <laughs> a global conspiracy. Product integration, you know? Well, um, how about this? If you want to get in touch with us, in touch with the show, why don't you send us an email? Rhythmandpixels at hotmail.com. And if you'd like to learn more about the show, get a full track listing um, and find older episodes, go to the website. Rhythmandpixels.com. And, um, <laughs> and if you find us on social media, it's uh, at Rhythm and Pixels, all one word. You find us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can, you can find me streaming Enter the Gungeon on uh, Twitch. And... Yeah, and every once in a while doing a live chiptune mix on our Facebook page. I want to point out, you might not want to, but you really might want to watch this playthrough because he's actually good at Enter the Gungeon, disturbingly so. <laughs> like, he's done it's levels I've never seen too. before. Yeah, I just, I just talk through it. Um, one of these days, we're just going to have you come over, Pernell, just so I have someone to talk to, and I'm, just, I'm not just talking to my dog. I'm just going to be yelling at how ridiculous the gameplay is. Like, this is ridiculous! <laughs> um, and if you'd like to see us live, June 25th in Oaks, Pennsylvania, at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center on... 10.30 a.m. June 25th, which is a Sunday, you find Rhythm and Pixels live. There'll be uh, Pernell and myself, and maybe a special guest, Matt, might show up for a little bit. It'll Woo. be a snacktacular event. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have multiple topics, and we're going to have some fun and games for the audience, um, all packed into an hour. It's going to be it's going to be a good time. So, And it's going to be a, a live show, so come check that out. We're going to record the whole thing. We could flub up yeah, on stage! On stage in front of you. It's going to be great. <laughs> Live. <laughs> in front of a studio audience. I'll soil my knickers. It'll be so terrifying. So, Matt, thanks thanks for coming on the show, and thanks for bringing the topic and, and all of the Splatoon music. <laughs> thanks for having me. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug before we head out? Uh, other than Pernell and Matt play games on uh, YouTube, and um, also uh, are starting our own Patreon, which, uh, if I mentioned it here, means I actually have to get it started. It'll be uh, at patreon.com slash Pernell and Matt. Just to help us get our show uh, going a little bit better <laughs> than it is now. Well, I, 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 find it, I find it very entertaining the way um, Pernell gets extremely flustered extremely quickly. I, Just I wait until this next episode. Yeah, I don't. Fantastic. <laughs> I just think it works because it's not an act. Like, I just generally get angry. It's, like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> well, Boy, does he. 
Well, this has been the Rhythm and Pixels Video Game Music Podcast. My name is Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernell. Thank you for listening, and please have a great week. And remember, painting, creativity, is a luxury that few take advantage of. It really is. We hit a point in life where people are taking therapeutic hits by coloring in books. You can't deny how awesome it makes a person feel. Get on it. Get some Crayola out. Get some pencils. I don't know. Paint with you know, kitchen. You paint with kitchen spices. Whatever gets you off your butt and creative. Get it done. You'll appreciate it that much more when you get into it.